My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, Gucci bags get it, we are live for Rent Friday You know what it is, it's Rent Friday I'm nice and hydrated, I'm ready to go I'm ready to rant <laughs> No, but Definitely excited about another Rant Friday. Excited about another weekend, of course. And I just want to talk some shit. I'm not going to lie to you all. I want to talk some shit. The market is going bananas. It's going crazy right now. But at the same time, I like it. <laughs> I like it. We've talked about this before. We've talked about everything um, that was to come, especially in STB. We've been talking about this. BYND, of course, you know I like it. Um, so yeah, I think everything is good. We're looking good. Um, most people wouldn't think so, but kind of like Warren Buffett says, when groceries in the in the grocery store or in the supermarket get cheaper, I go buy. That's when I want to buy, right? So a lot of you all, once again, you've been asking, you've been hoping, you've been wishing <laughs> that the market crashes again because a lot of you all missed 2020, right? A lot of you all missed 2020. And you're like, man, if I could have got Amazon at that price, man, if I could have got Apple at that price, man, if I could have bought the spa at that price when the market crashed, crash again. Come on, do it for me. <laughs> and now that the market is actually crashing again, a lot of you all are losing your shit. You're losing your shit. Uh, if I haven't said I should have bought our puts on Amazon. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody said, well, BYND ever run? When you start asking questions like that, that's when it starts to run. <laughs> um, a lot of these stocks, keep in mind, family, the market is emotionally driven, right? Everything. For the, actually, I'm going I'm to let you do your own research on this one. I'm going to let you do your own uh, example. Listen to this. Think about it. Right? No, SCB's not 6K a year. Um, well, if you got in earlier when it was, then yeah, six K every year. Um, but anyway, when you first started in the stock market, right? When you were happy and you bought something, like, oh my God, it's looking good. Bye. Stock falls, right? <laughs> let me get let me get some ones for my people who are here live. Right? If you were live or if you are live and that has happened to you. You get happy and you're like, oh, my God, this is looking crazy. I'm buying in now. And then the stock falls. Type one in the chat if that has ever happened to you before. Right. And of course, I know it has, but I just want you all to participate. I want to see who all that's happened to and see if we got some unicorns out there. Maybe maybe somebody just buys and it always goes up. Right now. That's one thing. Right. That's one thing. Now, on the opposite side. Type two, if you have bought something that is low and you're like, okay, this got to be the bottom and then it goes even lower. <laughs> right. Type two, if that has happened to you in the chat. Now, the reason why I'm asking these things is because I want to show you in real time. Right. Based on your experiences, I want to show you how emotionally driven the market is. Right. So anything that you like, all right, this thing got to keep going, it usually fails. 
right? It usually fails. You sell, and then it takes off, right? But when does it take off? Right when you're like, man, this motherfucker ain't going nowhere. It's been falling. It's stuck. It's consolidating. It's not going anywhere. Fuck this. Anytime you start getting in that mood where you're like, F this stock. F this stock. Fuck this stock. Fuck this stock. Fuck this. That's when you start getting to a point when you're getting ready to see the market reverse. Right? When they know, I'm telling you, when they, and the re, it's, yes, it's market manipulation. STB, we've talked about this before, but it's not just that. I don't want to always blame things on market manipulation. Right? Family, how'd you lose 300K in a year? Was that 2020? What, what did you do? I want to know. We got to talk about that. Um, somebody just lost, somebody said they lost 300K in a year. How'd you do that? Where did you go wrong? Did you know what you were doing? How'd you do that? Were you emotional about something? That happens a lot too. Um, but I want to talk about this more and more because it's, it's a lot of people who they come in, they don't know what they're doing. They're emotionally driven. They buy something and falls. They say, oh man, F it. Right? F it. This thing ain't going nowhere. They sell their position, maybe for a loss. The shit takes off. And it's like, man, damn, I, I was in it though. <laughs> yeah, but your ass got too emotional. This is one of the things that really pisses me off about people because especially when I know I can help you, but I can't control. I can't control your actual uh, emotional issues. Right. Your emotional issues. Um, let's see. T6044. Let's see. From September 21 to now. Closed at a loss. What'd you lose on? That's interesting. Let's talk about it. I like to go over stuff with people who, who lose because maybe I can help you, you know, talk about where you went wrong, right? A lot of times when people lose, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, there's three reasons why you lose. Number one, you buy something as an option, con you know, option contract with not enough time. Sometimes you're right, actually. Sometimes you're right. You just don't have enough time. Time runs out because a lot of people play too short. Something I've always told SCB, stop fucking playing these short-term expiration dates, dates, right? You play too short, you lose. Oh, God. So you lost 300K on AMC. Baby, ah, I'm so sorry to hear that. And this is one of the reasons why I told everybody, not, not, only, not only in STB, but I told a lot of people, stay the fuck away from AMC and stay the fuck away from Tesla. I mentioned that plenty of times, right? Because I, I don't like how they were doing certain things with it because it was heavily manipulated. And a lot a lot of the meme stocks are, right? That's right. Beyond, you know, back, uh, a couple Beyonds, Bed Bath & Beyond, super manipulated. AMC, Beyond Meat, uh, super manipulated. A lot of these were super manipulated, especially during that time, right? So two things. One, once again, definitely give yourself time right uh so t6044 i have a question for you when you when you went in and you ended up closing for losses were they this is what i want to know because remember i said there's three reasons why people lose number one you didn't give yourself enough time all of your stuff expired all of your contracts expired you, you pretty much were screwed once they expired right number two you gave yourself enough time, but you got a horrible entry, right? You got a horrible entry and then you ran out of time, right? You still run out of time. 
And then number three, a lot of times you go against the stock. This, these are a few things, right, that I normally see. You go against the stock and you are wrong, right? So T6044, which one of those were? Did you, did you play short-term expiration dates? Um, and also there's a fourth, like, I don't really like this one because it's dealing with emotion. But there's a fourth reason why people lose. They have enough time. They weren't wrong technically about the stock play. But they get down so much that they emotionally give up and they're like, you know what? I'm selling. I don't even want to <laughs> I don't even want to hold these positions any longer. They're red. They look ugly. I'm out of here. Right. And, and I see that. A lot, believe it or not. Right. I don't like that one as the, you know, the, the top reasons, because that is user error. Right. That is one of the when I say user error, a lot of times. You got you got the you know you got the right to make a mistake like oh it was the wrong area to buy in you know oh I call FOMO yada 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 but if you get to a point where you're like I got time I mean I bought it at a decent price it's been at you know let's just say if it's a, it's a company that still is kind of maintaining the fundamentals that it's always had or even getting better fundamentally what that basically means is are there partnerships growing. Right. If if one of the reasons why we were looking good for something is maybe they had some big partnerships. Right. Maybe, you know, for example, um, when Hertz, because I know a lot of people play Hertz back in 2020, when Hertz was falling, people started buying Hertz again because they started partnering with Tesla. Right. Or, or somewhat, you know, they started uh, putting out the Teslas and then Hertz shot through the roof. But nobody really bought it. Why? Because it kept sinking down. Even though they partnered with Tesla, it kept going down, kept going down, kept going down. They delisted it. They relisted it. Once they relisted it and then they heard about the partnership with Tesla, some people bought it. Some people didn't. And then, boom, it shot through the roof. Well, there is a group of those people who gave up on Hertz because they were like they delisted it. They went bankrupt. This company is fucking trash. And I'm tired of seeing red in my account sell and then as soon as they sold boom it went to the ceiling right it went i mean literally i think it shot up from like 80 something cent to like 24 dollars 30 dollars something like that right so this has happened a couple times um it happens a lot actually the queen's here what's going on baby um so yeah this is just what happens a lot of times and that's why i said you have to control your emotions I know it's tough, especially during times like this, which is why I'm going live, which is why I'm always like active for you all so I can let you know and help you navigate these waters because I've been here before. Right. This is nothing new to me. Right. When the market crashed in 2020, we rolled them waters like like an OG made money on the way down, made money on the way back up. Right. And, and wasn't a lot of money on the way down because I wasn't willing to risk that much. Right. But I caught it on the way down slightly and I sold it at a decent percentage. I think it was like 25 percent. And then I sold it. But the market fell another like 300 <laughs> percent. Like like I could have made another 300 percent if I would have just held that position. But I'm not greedy. Right. I let the market play out. I bought back in somewhere. You know, I started scaling in somewhere close to the bottom based on technicals and fundamentals. And then, boom, I grabbed those same stocks that I felt were still good fundamentally. Do they still have their partnerships? Did the partnerships get better? Did they, you know, did they expand their footprint? Did they get their product in more stores? Did, you know, I want to know what's fundamentally going on. Did the balance sheet improve? Does the, you know, 
did the uh income statement get better does the pe look better does the forward pe look better now that it's taking the fall i'm looking for all of these things right i'm looking for all these things and, and that's why i say it's very very important right it's very very important important t6044 dm me dm me i want to see if i can help you right um you know as someone who even just follows me and willing to come in and share their story like that i want to see if i can help right i want to see if what you have can be salvaged right because for those of you all who've been in stb long enough if you've been in stb for i don't know two years three years if you've been in stb you've seen me be down you know quarter million five hundred thousand eight hundred thousand and then my shit will reverse and then boom there it is i make a million dollars two million dollars right so y'all seen me turn big big things around and not not really from doing anything other than what being patient i grabbed positions that i knew were going to turn around i just needed to give it time right that's it i just needed to give it time and a lot of times once again people don't like to see red so they sell it like you know what fuck this i'm out and they sell for a loss and that is unfortunate because that is an emotional problem right uh when you showed your your six-figure loss before expiration i never worry and no no <laughs> about my little positions that's right family that's right he said i don't worry about my little positions no more after showing a six-figure loss that's right i've lost over a quarter million dollars before as well <clears throat> actually i've taken bigger losses than that um one of my biggest losses was a little bit over 600k right but once again, I play I play in a manner to where I can balance that out. So if I lose 600K, you best believe your ass somewhere. Right? Somewhere. I made a million, two million, three million, whatever. Right? So my big losses, I usually try to uh, compare them or, or mix and match them with bigger wins. Right? Bigger wins. Got to learn how to do that, family. Have to. Uh, let's see. Let's look through these a little bit more. Let's see. How many weeks out do you suggest we buy our options? See, right now in this type of market, I would ask you a question. How how far are you? How short are you trying to play? Because right now, everything is super dirt cheap. I'm not going to say everything. <laughs> Tesla can fall another 50% and fundamentally it still will be overvalued, right? So I'm not going to say I'm not going to say uh, everything is super cheap. Right. I'm not going to say that. But um, OK, so I, I did pick up on the thank you for saying that to somebody was like weeks. So when somebody says, how many weeks do you think we should play out? My first question to you is, why the fuck are you only playing out a few weeks? Right. Why are you playing out a few weeks? Right. Now, if you're playing, you know, short, you're playing puts, things like that, then maybe a few weeks, meaning, you know, four to 12 weeks for puts. That's a good that's a good range for calls. I mean, you bullshit if you're playing these short ass calls, and especially if you don't know what you're doing. Right. If you don't know what you're doing. And let me just say this. You, you're being a cowboy. You're being a cowboy, which, which what that means is you're taking more risk. Now, here's the thing. When you play so short. You have the opportunity to make short-term money. Yes, that is, a, is an absolute fact, right? 
but in a market like now, not only myself, but a lot of people who taught me, right? A few billionaires. They have told they have told us, <clears throat> and I say us because I'm not the only one that they've uh, mentored, right? They have told us that there are certain times when you just don't go into the market, right? And if you do, you buy your shit way out. You give it time. And one of those times is when inflation is over 5%, right? And I told STB, see, a lot of people hate me for like switching things up, right? A lot of people hate when I do that. It's like, Tay, I came to you for short-term trading, damn it. That's all I want. I want to trade two, three weeks out, maybe two, three months, and that's it. Hmm. Now, here's the problem with that. When you become fixated on any type of approach to the market, you are automatically putting yourself in a losing position. Right? You're putting yourself in an automatic losing position. T6044, I would not touch any more options if I were you. With a $300,000 loss, I'd leave all options alone for now. Um, also, T, T6044, do you, do you know technical analysis? Like what, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm really good, one being eh, not that really good, right? How good are you at technical analysis and fundamental analysis? One to 10, scale of one to 10, how good are you, right? That's what I want to know. That's exactly what I want to know. Because T, I think that can help. I think that can help both of us. Right. It can help me push you into a certain direction and tell you how to how to maneuver. OK, so you are three. Right. You're three. Now, T, I got to be honest with you, baby. I got to be honest with you. That's a problem. That's a problem. And the reason why I say that. OK, now it's not for me to pick on you or anything. The reason why I have to say this, because I think it I'm, I'm really appreciative for you sharing this because it's going to help a lot of people here. The reason why I say don't do that is because you technically don't know what you're doing right and essentially what you're doing right now being a three with technical and fundamental analysis what you're doing is you're saying hmm i don't know much about basketball right think about this this is what's going on i don't know much about basketball right but i'm going to go into a basketball game or into a basketball um gambling arena we'll say and i'm gonna bet on a few teams right i'm gonna bet that a few of these teams win well what you're doing technically is you're saying hey i don't know about basketball i don't know who the fuck lebron james is or kevin durant i don't know any of these guys i don't know anybody i don't know what their scoring ratios are i don't know anything really but i do know that you can bounce a ball and that you can shoot it and a lot of these guys are tall I'm going to pick the team with the tallest people on it, right? And that's kind of what we do with the stock market. It, we start picking shit based on like very mundane, elementary like things. So if I'm looking at somebody who's playing the stock market who doesn't know technical or fundamental analysis well, it's the same thing as going into a basketball gym or going to a court and saying, I don't know shit about basketball, but I do know that I like the tallest people. So whoever's the tallest team, I'm putting my money on them, right? You said I'm gonna pick the tallest team because they should win. Because basketball is about having height. You're close to the rim, right? 
So you start betting on all the teams that have the tallest people. And you, so what you do is you look, you do a little homework, but then you go in and you look at all the teams that have the tallest people and you find out that the tallest teams <laughs> technically, fundamentally, but because you don't know fundamentals, you don't know that you're missing out on this. But fundamentally, you don't you don't realize that the teams with the tallest people, the three teams you just put all your money on, these teams are the ones with the lowest scoring <laughs> rates. These teams are the ones with the lowest uh, win rates. Like they literally you didn't check the wins. You didn't check the losses. You didn't check anything. You literally just went in and saw who was tallest and you put your money on them. This is the same thing that we're doing when we put our money on the charts that's right we're putting our money on the tallest charts so we see a chart go to the moon oh amc is gonna keep going give me some of that we see a chart go to the moon for example with even with beyond people were buying it up at 200 plus dollars right that was the wrong place to buy it boom you grab the tallest chart people were grabbing tesla boom it's a tall chart look how far it's come up look at that big green candle okay give me tesla right and what happens is you're buying the tallest charts right and you're basing your reason for buying them on them being tall right now now that i broke that down does that make sense now now can you look and go fuck that was wrong like i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have done that right can you can you actually see the the imperfections in your actions now can you actually look and go God damn. <laughs> but this is what happens, right? Family said, damn, the way you break stuff down. This is why I'm a teacher at heart, family. And this is why, you know, I do so well with STB because I'm really good at teaching. I love teaching. I like making stuff sound simple, right? So, yes, this is this is exactly what's happening for a lot of you. A lot of you all are buying stocks that are tall. That's it. Right? That's right, but you need to be looking for Steph Curry's because Steph Curry little ass is killing everybody, <laughs> right? Steph Curry little ass, he ain't no taller than me, right? I'm 6'3". I think Steph Curry's about my height, right? But he's shooting the lights out. You can look at uh, Trey Young, short, short guy. I, I don't even think Trey Young's 6'3". I think he's like six foot, six foot one, right? Killing people on the court. Seven footers. Six eight, six nine, six eleven. It don't matter. Everybody can get it, <laughs> right? Everybody can get it. So I'm saying all of this because tall doesn't always mean that you're going to win. Number one, and green doesn't mean that it's always going to go up. So for me, I like to find companies that went very, very green, that went very, very red, and that's when I buy. That's when I buy. Right. That's right. Chris Paul. All of that. Right. Them said not against the heat. I'm glad too. I'm glad. Family says six foot and six foot three is not short. Well, in 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 relative nature, we have to relate them to everybody else on the court. Right. So all of your guys, if you if you think about this, think about it in this manner, you know, because. Some of my guys were like five eight, five nine, five ten. They're like, motherfucker, six three ain't short. It's NBA short, right? And I say that because see, I play ball, right? Y'all know I got this big ass tattoo on my chest. Ball is life, right? So 
if you have experience like i have experience with like bigger guys who you know are your teammates and you go on the court right see i had hops so i could jump over somebody who was eight feet and i dunk on their ass <laughs> you know what i mean but still when you walk up to somebody who's six five six eight seven feet just a handshake right just a handshake you instantly realize holy fuck i am a little man out here I am a little man out here, right? I mean, you want to feel like I felt like such a bitch. I'm not gonna lie, right? I went up to shake one of my teammates' hands. He, like I said, he was like six nine, six eleven, something like that. And I shook his hand, and like my hand inside of his hand felt like I felt like I was a fucking child. And I looked at him. I ain't gonna like say I got this like I got like a mean spell in me. I'm like a fucking like. I don't know what you want to call it. Like, I'm a fucking wolf. I don't like that shit, right? I instantly got little man syndrome. I was like, I'm going to dunk on your ass. I don't care if you are a teammate or not. I'm about to ruin your life, right? Because I didn't like that feeling. <laughs> but I'm saying this because this, right? This, somebody says it's a lot of static on the mic. Let me move my, it might be, there we go. That should be better, hopefully. But that, that in itself is why I did not want to, you know, mention six two, six three, or six foot being tall. Like it's not big in basketball. It's not big in basketball at all, right? So that's right. Somebody said I met LeBron years ago, and he's huge. Facts, right? Huge, huge. These guys are six eight, six nine, six ten. Huge, right? Um, let's see. BYND is already green, right? We got to give everything time. And for, for those of y'all who asked me about stock to have like heavy shorts, and you say, when are the shorts going to let up? That's like you asking me, hey, Tay, those guys over there, they're all husbands, right? They're all husbands to their wives. When are they going to fuck their wives? Come on, family. I mean, let's be honest, right? I don't know when they're going to enter their wife. Just like I don't know when they're going to cancel their fucking short positions. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I don't know when they're going to exit their short positions, just like I don't know when they're going to enter their wife. Right. So y'all got to just be patient with this shit, <laughs> which is why I say give yourself time. Right. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. All right. Um, <laughs> somebody said Brom five, six. It's all good, family. It's all good. Somebody said, OK, six foot seven. See? Yeah. So. My guy, Mr. Six Foot Seven, so you'd be one of the guys I was looking to like dunk on. Like I would have I would have tried to jump over your fucking head. Right. <laughs> that was just me. I was like, honestly, and I know old heads say this a lot. Like, oh, that young that young blood right there remind me of me back in my day. But honestly, on some real shit, like Ja Morant really reminds me of how I played, right? Same height pretty much. I think he's about my height. Saying he jumped higher than I jumped, right? He can do some shit I, I could never do. The best dunk I got was I was able to take it through my legs, right? And dunk the ball. But he, I done seen him do some like crazy shit. And I'm like, nah, I can't get up there, right? That, that's different. But literally how he's running and like dunking on like seven footers, that was me. Like I would put you on your ass no matter how tall you were. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I pointed you out um can i still get in on the tesla put um yeah it's possible i mean i'd scale in give yourself time um 
we don't know exactly how this thing's going to work. And as a matter of fact, I do I do see the market going a little green for a couple of weeks, few weeks. So um, maybe scale in, give yourself time. You should be all right. Um, I will say this. Give yourself. Uh, give yourself at least a year. I know a lot of people wouldn't play puts that long out, but I think or or give yourself time. Let let Tesla kind of go up a little bit. Right. Let it go up a little bit and then maybe start grabbing puts. Okay. I'm not telling you that. Look, I'm not telling you it's going to fall short term. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. All I know is their time is up. <laughs> and the reason why I say this is because this thing has to unravel. This thing has to unravel. We have to see what they're going to do with uh, Tesla, uh, Tesla, Twitter. We have to see what they're going to do with Twitter. We have to see how Twitter is going to maneuver. We're going to see, are they going to accept the deal? Because honestly, my... My projection and everything I'm looking for Tesla is based on them actually accepting the deal. I know they they accepted it, but sometimes deals fall out, right? I don't know what happens in the paperwork process or whatever, but sometimes deals fall out, right? Right? Sometimes it happens. So, or the deal could drag out eight months, nine months. <laughs> but what I can tell you is that Tesla's in downtrend, right? It's in a downtrend. And what I can tell you is that if we are going to have a recession, it is going to happen between the months of July and December. <laughs> I can't say that. Right. That's more free game for y'all. Um, take take it for what it's worth. You know, you can use it or maybe not. But, um, yeah, I think if we are going to have a recession, it's going to come between those times. All right. Um now, if I'm right, this is one thing I like to do. If I'm right about anything, I tell y'all. And you'd be like, God damn it, Taylor's right. Just stop doubting me and just bring your ass on over to STB. Because this is what I do for us all the time. Unfortunately, y'all just don't get <laughs> y'all just don't get to see it or hear about it because, you know, it's a it's an exclusive club for members only. Right. And it's not about witching. Witching is a definitely a good thing or, or a thing that pulls the market down. But we got witching in June. I think June's going to be bullish. Um, May, you know, mid May through June's going to be bullish. Uh, actually, I think it may start even next week. We may be a little bit bullish. Um, but I do see if, if we're going to if hell is going to come to us, it, it's going to come to us towards the end of this year. Right. Um, but I'll keep an eye on it for my people in STB. Y'all know I'll, you know, keep an eye on things and I'll start telling you all where to scale into puts and things like that. Um, I got you. Y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. Um, and for people in STB, don't y'all come to me with that bullshit about me giving stuff away for free to people on Instagram. I ain't gave nothing away for free. I just told them what I think the market's going to do. Y'all get all the, ju the juicy shit, right? So, you know, every now and then out of a couple thousand people, I'll get one or two who like, hey, I don't like the fact that you told IG that the market ain't looking good. It's like, come on, baby, like, relax. <laughs> come on, big dog. Relax. Right. Relax. You get all of the good shit. Right. Relax. <laughs> anyway. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah. Oh, look at that. Let's see. Kramer was just. I was just showing a chart where there could be a bull, bullish run from May to the end of June. Kramer knows what he's talking about sometimes. Sometimes he fucks with the market, though. But we'll leave that alone. Right. <laughs> I don't even watch him. I don't watch him because I don't care. I mean, he's okay. I don't really care for him um, as much. But, um, yeah. Anyway. 
Penalty said, we really do. <laughs> for real. I get some people to get, you know, get on my ass, you know, for giving away some game. But, hey, to be honest with you, I do this. I do this only because, only because I know many people who are in STB or who are in STB now only came to STB and finally realized, like, I need to get my ass in that damn program because of some of the free stuff that I say and some of the game that I give away, right? And I do this for you all so that you can, because keep it, I mean, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real, right? When you hear the STB lifetime is $15,000, a lot of people are like, the fuck am I paying $15,000 for, right? Not realize, but they don't, they don't realize there's no value there. And it's like, I can't put my finger on a valuable reason why I would even come in, right? But when I start kicking this shit, and they're like, man, this motherfucker giving us free game, and it's crazy, right? I'm in X, Y, and Z's program, and he ain't said nothing like this. And Tay gave it some free shit away on the Instagram, and it played out, right? I'm going to STB. And then that allows me to help you. Because, see, I always say it's my fault. Like when people are like, man, why didn't I get into STB a long time ago? The first thing I say is, look, I take full accountability and responsibility for that. Because I didn't do or say something to let you know that I had the value you were looking for. Right? That's really all it is. Right? Right now, STB is 15K lifetime. Yeah, it, it's going back to 25K, but right now it's 15K. And for somebody who's like, somebody was like, everybody can't afford STB. Well, here's the thing though. Everybody can't afford to pay for college out of pocket either, but y'all take out student loans for that little bullshit, right? Well, I have, I have something in place where I've partnered with some people where I can not only get you in, but I can get you in on a similar like scholarship type of thing, or not even scholarship, but like student loans, basically, right? OPM because I couldn't afford my coaches when I was coming up either. Right. But luckily I had PayPal that I was working with, with my business, making money, making money, making money. And then boom, they gave me a loan. And that was how I afforded my first coach right through a loan. So I found someone who's willing to give funding based on my results. They trust my results. They're like, no, you good. Right. So if you can't afford, if you can't afford the actual 15 K out of pocket, then yeah, I have I have that that lending process in in place now. So the people who couldn't afford it can't. All you got to do is have a 650 credit score and make fucking forty thousand dollars a year. Everybody, for the most part, who's here should be doing that. Right. If you if you have it, you need to get your credit score together. And if you don't make 40K a year, then goddamn, you need to go wash some windows or something to make that extra thousand dollars a month. Right. <laughs> um, but seriously, this is something that I wanted to put in place because I know. I got people out there who wanted to get in and wanted to take advantage of it, right? So, I I have those things in place, right? You just gotta you just gotta ask questions and know know what it is, right? Um, anybody who's looking for that, you can uh, DM me. Just DM me. I'll make sure I get everybody here who DMs me. I'm gonna try my best to check them DMs because DMs be a little crazy. But what I want you to do is in the DM, if you DM me and you want the link to actually take advantage of other people's money and invest it type OPM in all caps OPM and DM me and then ask your question after the OPM I'll make sure I'll come to the DMs and answer everybody 
who types OPM, other people's money. If you type that, I'll answer your uh, questions or whatnot, and we'll go from there, right? I ain't done that in a while, so y'all bear with me. I'm going to have to carve out some time for that. <laughs> uh, Charm City Buyers, that's family right there. What's good, family? What's going on? Um, y'all got to come on back down to the island. I ain't seen y'all in a minute. Let's see. Uh, I say you're talking too low. I don't know. Y'all should be able to hear me. I got three mics. One, two, three. <laughs> just in case, right? Just in case. Um, if you get denied, then you just need to work on your credit worthiness. That's it. That's it's the same with every, anything else, right? If you get denied, work on your credit worthiness, right? Um, because you got to. A lot of you all have to put yourself in other people's pockets or in other people's situation, right? If you had a hundred thousand dollars and somebody came to you and was like, "Hey, let me get twenty of it." Right. I'll pay it back. But let me get 20 of it. First thing you're going to do is go, OK, who else have you paid twenty thousand dollars back to? Right. And how are you going to pay me twenty thousand dollars back? How much you make? Right. And if you look at that credit and you're like, uh, you ain't even been paying people back that you owe three hundred dollars to. How am I going to expect you to pay me twenty K back? <laughs> right. That's that's what it is. And see, we as consumers, we tend not to think like that. We tend not to think on the other side of the table. All we care about is what we getting or not getting. They denied me. They denied me. They denied me. But put yourself in their shoes. Right? If you got a hundred K, I think hood is trash. Don't buy it. I've always said that. Don't buy it. I, I don't really care for it. Unless they get acquired by somebody else for something else. I I'm not I don't like Robin Hood. Don't don't touch it. But anyway, and this is not financial advice. I just don't like it, period. <laughs> for me. Right? Um, but yes. You have to put yourself in other people's shoes. I'll be honest with y'all. I don't give a shit how much of a sob story you gave me. If you came to me and you're like, Tay, let me hold $20,000. I'm going to look you up and down. And I'm going to check more than your credit score. See, they're lucky, right? That's why I don't go into the credit game because I'm going to check more than your credit score. I'm going to look at your shoes. I'm going to look at the car you drive. I'm going to look how much money you make. I'm going to look at all that shit. I'm going to go, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You make $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 a year. Why the fuck you got on $2,000 shoes, right? That's your monthly income. Why the hell do you have on $2,000 shoes when you make $2,000 a month, right? Like, literally, I would look at all of that stuff, right? I'd, I'd comb through all of that. I'd look at bank statements. I'd look at stuff that, you know, why are you going to, you know, steakhouses and you don't make steakhouse money, Right? You should be you got you got a rice and bean budget. Why are you going to steakhouses? Like I would literally assess all of those things before giving out money. Right. So for people who are like, what if we get denied? You got to fix your credit worthiness, family. That's it. You got to fix your worthiness. Right. Because a lot of us honestly are looking for handouts. Yes, I do have people from Japan already in STB. So if you're in Japan, you can join. Right. Um, but yeah. I'm just I'm just saying, family, there's a lot of people who have things that they shouldn't have. <laughs> right. So oh, if, if I can help you with anything here, continue. Continue to work on your credit worthiness. Right. That <laughs> fantasy, you should be on a fruit diet. Right. But I'm not going to expect you to eat like me. Right. I'm not going to expect you to eat like me. But, you know, you, you should be taking care of yourself somewhat. <laughs> 
Uh, take the plenty parade is supposed to last till June. Why did this alignment have such a negative effect financially? Um, there's a lot of things that happened though, right? Like, I don't want y'all to feel like some of the things that I'm calling out planetary wise is like a one stop shop. Like, oh, well, this planet aligned with that planet or that happened or oh, it's multiple things. Right. And I treat astrology. I treat, I treat financial astrology the same way I treat technical analysis, the same way I treat other fundamental analysis. What I do is I like to have three or more confluence points right so i need three or more reasons to believe that what i'm saying is going to be right or going to play out so if i'm talking about financial astrology i need three or more confluences that justify or validate what i'm saying if i'm going to look at balance sheets income statements yada 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 pe ratios i need three or more reasons to validate what i'm saying and if i'm going to look at candlesticks if i want to look at emas and other chart signals I need three or more reasons to validate what I'm saying. Now, if I put all of those together, I usually get about nine or 10, right? And this is how I'm, I've been, for the most part, able to, I don't like to say predict the market, but I've been able to navigate the market better than most, right? Because I, I make sure I stack my confluences. That's it. I stack my confluences. So if I'm going to buy something, it's because I got nine, 10, maybe even 15 confluences or confluence points on that thing that I'm telling someone to buy or sell. Right. So that's really that's really how, I, you know, how I apply things. Right. And, you know, we kind of talk about the whole financial astrology thing in STB, but I don't teach. It. I don't teach it. And the reason why is because most people don't even have the financial game down back. Right. So if you don't know technicals yet, I need you to learn technicals. First things first. Right. First things first. I need you to learn technicals. Because if you don't know that none of the other shit works. Right. I need you to learn technicals. Then I need you to learn the next thing, which is fundamentals. And I actually rather you kind of learn them together. But the reason why I say I'd rather you learn technicals first, because I know you're going to still try to play the stock market even before you learn all the stuff you need to learn. Right. So that being said. If I have you learning the technicals and then I do the rest of the work, I do all of the astrology work. I do the fundamental work. I check the PEs. I check the institutional ownership. I check all of those things. Right. I check the ATRs. I check all of the, you know, the floats because I want to, I, depending on what it is, I like low floats. Right. I teach all of that stuff. Right. But then I also go through it myself and then I'll give you what I think is right. Like, OK, you know what? I've done my research, this one. Now, based on me saying this one, go pick this one. Now you already know the technicals. So what you can do is you can go in and say, okay, well, it's at the five EMA. It's at the 20 EMA. It's at the 50 EMA. It's, you know, making a bull flag. It's making a bear flag. It's hitting support here. We got a little more to go to close this gap. You can, you can go through those things technically, and then you can pick the spots that you need to get on in on. Because I can't push buy for you. I can't come over and push the buy button. I can't come over and push the sell button. You got to do that. Right. And because you have to do that, guess what? I'm going to need you to understand and know fundamental uh, technical analysis. Right. So that's why I say that. So I need you all to come in. If you're going to come to STB, I need you to come in and learn the technical analysis first. I'll take it from there. Right. And of course, like I said, there's more stuff to learn. 
and there and I break down other things to help you realize why things are happening right so I'm not just telling you to come in and shut the hell up and listen to me I'm telling you to come in learn to a certain extent what I need you to learn and then from there I'll show you what I'm seeing right and you can go oh damn Tay's right. Tay was right. Tay is right. Tay is going to be right. Right. You, it can make more sense to you. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of how things work uh, on the STB side. This is how things work. Even people who came from small account challenge, you know, you came in. I said, listen, this is about to happen. Um, I remember when small account challenge first came in. I think that was like November. I want to say November 2021 is when small account challenge first came in right and i appreciate your family he said tay tay rarely misses hey family you know i do my best right i do my best um but i remember when small account challenge came in and and it started and then a lot of people were like all right it's time to trade it's time to trade it's like whoa, whoa, whoa y'all don't even know technical analysis wait a damn minute wait a minute <laughs> right we're not gonna play that game right I am here, and I told them when they first came in, I said, I am here to make you as much money as possible over the next year or two years, right? Because I, I ended up extending it. I said, I'm here to make you the most money possible. I don't care. I don't give a shit about your gamification, right? Because a lot of people are here just to play games. A lot of people are just here to, oh, I just like the rush I get from trading. I don't give a shit about your rush, right? I'm about the dollar. I'm about the, the result, Right at the end of it all, because if you come in and you're trying to day trade every day, every day, every day, every day for the gamification or the thrill of it, what ends up happening is that type of person is going to at the end of it go, man, I didn't make as much or I probably lost. <laughs> I probably lost or I didn't make as much, but I had fun. Oh, boy, that was fun. And then you got the other person that's like, no, I'm going to listen to Tay. And even if I have to be patient and wait for some shit to play out. I'm going to make at the end of it. I'm going to look and go, damn, I ended up making some really good money. Thank you, Tay. Right. Because this is these are the two different people. So I don't care about you enjoying yourself. I don't care about you getting your uh, video game nut. I'm here about the dollar. I'm here to help you make more money. Right. I'm here to help you flip that money. At the end of the year, the end of the two years, whatever. I want to be able to say, all right. How much percentage are you up based on where you started? If you started with $5,000 and you're like, man, I got 40K. Great. Great. <laughs> I got 50K. Great. It's a 10X. Great. It's a thousand percent. Great job. But I don't know many traders, especially newbies. You don't know fundamentals. You don't know technicals. You don't know much. And you expected me to come in. You expected to come in and for me to give you enough game and information and even guidance on which stocks to buy for you to try to beat somebody who waited for a thousand percent return you're not gonna beat that day trading as a beginner i don't give a fuck how good i am at calling shit out you still gotta enter and exit the trades that is the unfortunate part that many people don't understand you still have to enter and exit the trades and if you don't know technical analysis if you don't know fundamental analysis if you don't know Shit, if you don't even know how to set a fucking uh, limit order, right? Limit order sale. If you don't know how to set a limit order sale, 
then life is going to get on in the way. You're going to be like, Tay, I bought it. But God damn it, I, I missed when it popped up. I missed it. I was working. I was driving. I was doing this. I was doing that. It's like, well, shit. You should have knew what you was doing. You should have set a limit order sale. It would have sold for you automatically. Right? So, I'm just saying, that's right, family. I always say stocks come back to their valuation, right? And they come back to their channels, technically speaking. And a lot of times, if you compare the technicals and the fundamentals, you will see that a lot of companies' channels match where their fundamentals should be. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I probably just clicked for some of y'all. And for some of y'all, it don't make no sense what I'm saying right now. But what I'm saying is every, every stock, has some type of channel, right? A channel that it's in where it bounces in between, right? In between, in between, in between the channel. And if you look where the channel, because sometimes the channel might be, let's just say, uh, I'm trying to think like Tesla. I'll say Tesla. Let's look at Tesla. Tesla has a channel at like $400 somewhere around there, right? But it's trading outside that channel. Actually, I think the channel is actually lower than that. I want to say it's like 280, 300. But anyway, the channel is at 300, $400. Let's just say that three, $400. But it's trading outside of its channel at almost $1,000, right? <laughs> and I just told you all that if Tesla came back down 50%, if Tesla fell 50%, fundamentally, it would still be overvalued. The P.E., the Ford P.E., all the P.E.s, right? Everything would still be overvalued. Which means if it falls 50%, based on where it is right now, it's got to fall to like, what, 450? And would still be overvalued. But nobody wants to listen to me because a lot of you all are fucking fanboys of people who like Tesla and Tesla. Right. And don't get me wrong. Once again, I like Tesla's. I have one. I own the most expensive Tesla you can fucking buy. Pretty much. I think the Model X might be a little bit more. Maybe. Right. But the Plaid, I mean, shit. It's one hundred twenty thousand dollars down here. So I, I support Tesla. I like what he's doing. Right. But. I have to be I have to be honest and tell people that know like no this thing is it's it's expensive. <laughs> now, I do think over time they'll catch up to the valuation. I do think that. I think they'll catch up to the valuation. Um but it's going to take some time. Right? It's going to take some time. And I don't think that this is going to just hold, you know, it's not going to hold. Bill Gates short and Tesla, that's right. That's right. Who buy Amazon for the split it's up to you. It's up to you. I mentioned this last night. I said, hey, if you if you like Amazon, you you buy Amazon every month, right? You got five hundred dollars instead of going to the club, popping bottles and doing whatever else the hell y'all do. You put that five hundred into in uh, Amazon because you like Amazon. Right. But if you're trying to time it and you like, should I buy it now? So when the market splits, it goes up and then I cash out. No, you don't trade Amazon. Amazon is becoming like Apple, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft. You don't fucking trade these companies. If you want it, you buy it now. You buy it next month. You buy it the month after that. You buy it the month after that. You continue to buy it whenever you get some extra money, right? But these are not stocks that you trade, baby. That's not, that's not what we want to do there, right? 
That's right. I'm DJ DJ STB, baby. Let's go. Somebody said I look like a DJ because I got my, you know, these headphones. These headphones are so I can hear what this sounds like, right? So, you know, some people, you know, might hear some background noise. If if I can't hear the background noise in this, there's no background noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want y'all to know these are not stocks that you trade. These are long term stocks. So, yes, if you want to buy Amazon for 10, 20 year hold, yeah, buy it today, buy it tomorrow, buy it the next day. You, you know, your husband, your your boyfriend, your baby daddy, whoever, give you a little extra money. Don't go buy no red bottoms. Put that shit in the Amazon. <laughs> right? Put that shit in the Amazon. Put it into something that's going to make you some money over time. Right. But these are not stocks that you trade. These are not stocks that you trade. Uh, even Google, I'm slowing. I slowed or I stopped. Actually, I didn't slow. I stopped trading Google, G-O-O-G. Google was one of my favorite stocks to trade, right? Verizon, you don't trade fucking Verizon, right? Why are y'all buying Verizon options? Did you, do you see? See, this is the problem with newbies, y'all. It kind of like, I'm getting so advanced to the point that like the little shit that people do that's like, stupid it, it like bothers me i'm like why the fuck are you trading options on verizon <laughs> like have you seen how much verizon moves verizon has been between 50 and 60 dollars for the last like 10 years right you're not gonna make much money on a fucking 10 dollar move over 10 years holy fuck this is what's going on with people this motherfucker moves like a turtle you do not I'm telling y'all that shit really pisses me off. <laughs> it really fucking pisses me off. I do not like when people that's the thing. Right? <laughs> but I'll say this. This is what I'm here for though. This is what I'm here for. I'm here to help. I'm here to teach. So when somebody so I'm not going to get mad at you for trading Verizon. Right. I mean, I'm mad at you. Let me say it this way. I'm not going to get mad at you only without also offering some type of help or solution. Right. So when I say don't fucking trade Verizon, why am I? Why am I saying don't trade Verizon? I'm saying don't trade Verizon or options on something like that with such a high fucking float and a low ATR, which means average true range. And the reason why I say those things is because you're not going to get much movement out of this motherfucker, right? I want shit that is going to move anywhere between $300 and $1,000, right? Or more. I want the stuff that can potentially move. If I'm going to trade it, if I'm going to trade it, if I'm going to trade options on something, because keep in mind, you make your money on options by way of being in the money by a certain amount of dollars, right? So if you buy options, so for example, I'm gonna give you two examples, right? If you buy, this is another reason why I don't really trade options on like Apple and you know other like high, 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 high float stocks. So if I buy an Apple option, right? Apple's ATR on a monthly basis is like, I don't know, 10, $15, right? So if I fucking buy Apple and I'm expecting a nice move, okay. If I buy Apple for six months out, a year out that means based on a ten dollar atr that means if this motherfucker super bullish for the next six months and it just continues up 
in an upward trajectory based on its ATR being $10 a month, I'm only going to make $60 moves, right? I'm only going to be in the money, $60. That's not counting for the, the moves that it does like this when it goes up, down, up, down, up, down in an upward trajectory. I need it to be linear. Like literally, that means it goes every month. It goes ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. That means I only make sixty dollars, right? Now I know some of you are saying only sixty dollars. Tell you, well, you got a hundred shares in an option contract, which means that's six thousand dollars per option contract. Yeah, that's all good and well, right? But the reason why I don't like that shit is because now I have to look at the risk to reward ratio. How much did a six month option contract on Apple cost me? It's probably gonna cost you roughly about four to five thousand dollars. Maybe a little bit cheaper. You might be getting a little bit cheaper than that. Six months out, maybe three. Three thousand dollars six months out. Right? Now, speaking of risk to reward, I gotta put up three grand to possibly make six K. It's not bad. It's like a two to one. It's not bad. But I just told you it's gotta be linear. If the ATR, meaning the average true range, if it's ten dollars, I just told you it's gotta be perfect and go up ten dollars a month. For the next six months, which means the the highest amount of money I'm going to make is that six thousand dollars roughly. Right. If that makes sense, that's the highest. I'm going to be able to make. I don't fucking like that. So the highest potential that I have is to put up three grand to make six K. So the highest potential I have is a two to one. I don't like it. Right. I don't like it. However. I can play the same thing over here where I can go somewhere. Now here's see, but here's the trade off. Cause I'm going to explain this and I'm gonna give you the trade off. Watch this. See, this is why people actually pay me right here. Why? Listen to this, right? So I just gave you a two to one example on Apple, right? Yes. It's safer cause it's Apple and Apple ain't going nowhere. Right? Okay. Gotcha. But then we have stocks. <laughs> then we have stocks. They have the potential to move, I don't know, $200 in a month, $300 in a month, <laughs> right? So if I have that same scenario, I go out six months, just like I just did with Apple. I go out six months on this next stock that has the potential to move $300 a month, $200 a month. Shit, I'll give you $100 a month, right? $100 a month. I'll give you that. It has the potential because sometimes let's say this sometimes, especially in a market like now where the market's just kind of floating down. Sometimes the ATRs change and they're so low because they haven't been moving. There's been no buying pressure. Right. That That's another reason. So even if we don't look at the ATR, we have to go look at the float and then we have to look left at the history on the chart to see what has this motherfucker done in the previous price movements. So. How much has it moved over time? Has this motherfucker moved $100 before? In a month? In two months? You can look left and see that. If it has, it's got a low enough float, which of course you go look at the float as well. And that tells you what its potential ATR, average true range is. So if I look left and I see, hmm, you've moved $100 before. You've moved $50 before in a month. Huh. That's good history. I like that. Okay. Cool. I'm going to buy it. So I'm going to go six months out, just like I did with Apple. I have $3,000, just like I did with Apple. Well, because this stock that I'm buying, it may be a little bit more uh, volatile. 
because it's a low float. Low float stocks have the ability to move up, down, up, down, up, down. And a small amount of people can put a big amount of money on a low float stock and short it. And the stock can fall because it's such a low float stock. That is the so I, we traded the potential to make money. For, you know, safety, basically. Right. So Apple is much safer because, of course, it's such a solid fucking company and its float is so high that even if they short it, there's not enough money in the world to fucking short uh, Apple to drive it down the way, you know, some of these low float stocks do, Right. So. Here's the beauty, though. Let me give you the final result. If we are right with our entry points, which we should be if you are in STB and studying right, if we're right with our entry points and we scale in, if I have three thousand dollars, the same three thousand that I had on a six month option for, for Apple, I'm going to take that same three thousand dollars. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to scale into a play that has a low float and has a more reasonable contract price. Right. So maybe I can get, you know, there's some there are some stocks we have that their options for two years out are fucking a thousand dollars right so now i go in i bought three option contracts the same three grand i bought three option contracts for two years out right if it makes the same move if both stocks go up in a in a linear fashion over the six months well i still got two years like so i'm like i don't give a fuck if you move in six months or if you want to take two, 12 months to move you can take double the time to move. I'm going to make my money, right? So I'm covered there, number one. So I have safety on the time. So Apple person, they have a potential to make six grand in six months, but they got to be absolutely perfect. If I have the same position where my stock is absolutely perfect, I have three contracts for two years out. And because it has a high ATR or potential, ATR to move a hundred dollars a month and a low float. Guess what? I have the potential to make six hundred dollar moves, right? Let's cut it in half though. Watch this. That's if it's perfect and it goes in a linear fashion like Apple did. But if it doesn't go in a linear fashion like Apple did, right? If it didn't go in a linear fashion like Apple did, and maybe it did a little bouncing around it, they shorted it, they went, it went up, yada, 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 right? And instead of going up $600, it went up 300 That would be roughly about, I don't know, $20,000, $30,000 profit per contract. <laughs> Twenty dollars to $30,000 per contract, which means... Your best case scenario was to make $6,000 on your 3K with Apple. But 50% of your best case scenario on the low float stock with a higher potential ATR, you made, what's that? Let's see, $3,000 go in. I just told you, you could make, we'll just say $20,000 potentially profit per contract that's 60k you put in 3k so that is what a 20 to 1 risk to reward so you got 2 to 1 risk to reward with apple you got 20 to 1 risk to reward on one of these low float stocks with a higher atr 
right? See, this is what a lot of traders are not telling y'all. They don't tell you the ATR and they don't tell you about the low floats. They don't tell you which ones to look at. A lot of people, and see, this is the this is the one bad thing. Jay, my man, what's going on? Jay the Trader, shout out to Jay the Trader. That's a good guy. I like Jay. But a lot of these guys and gals, they're not teaching y'all about the low floats. They're not teaching you all about the high ATRs and what has the potential to move and what doesn't. They just tell, you know, a lot of people just look at fundamentals and they'll, that what they do is they apply the same fundamental or the same analysis that you would put on a 10 year stock, right? On a 10 year stock, they put the same analysis on a trading stock or a stock that you would trade. And that's one of the worst things you can do as a trader. For those of you all who want to be, you know, trading options, for those of you who want to trade shares, right? This is the worst thing you can do. You need something that is going to move like crazy, right? Jay the Trader, he trades um, a lot of futures, right? The future market does exactly what I'm telling y'all, right? You know, shit, the Dow, we, we just saw the Dow. If you're trading, the, you know, if you're trading the futures market and you were trading the Dow, and you were shorting it, the motherfucker fell 900 points today. 900 ticks, right? So if you were trading short term, yeah, you just got a huge move in 24 hours. If you were on the right side of that, you could have made a lot of money. 900 ticks down, right? This is what I'm saying, family. This is what I'm trying to say. You have to know what you are looking for. Right. You have to know what you are looking for. But a lot of people, once again. Yeah, U.S. 30 is another one. Right. Um, there's, there's another really good trader who, you know, I, I rock with. You know, I, I like I like his his information and his game. Um, and he trades, you know, the U.S. 30. That's one of the things that he trades. And it's because it's volatile as fuck. <laughs> it's volatile as fuck. But if you know what you're doing. You can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of money. But you need things that swing a lot, family. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. You need things that swing a lot. Swing, 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 swing. And unfortunately, a lot of the stocks, like, and I mentioned this yesterday, a lot of the stocks like Shopify. <laughs> if you had like a year, two year contract on puts on Shopify and you got it at Shopify fell down to like 460. 460. $460. <laughs> right? $460. This is a stock, once again, with a high ATR potential and a low float. Right? Still a solid company. Still a pretty good company. Not much is changing about it. So, hey, would, would it be good to buy something like that? Now, because of its potential and how much money you can make, let me tell you something. If you're going to buy a two-year contract on Shopify, it's going to cost you, right? That's one that's going to cost you about 10K. One contract, 15K. Why? Because they know it's, you know, all these things are put in, you know, implied volatility, delta, yada, 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 right? They input all of these things and they're like, well, shit, we're going to charge you 10K for this contract because if the market turns around, and Shopify decides it wants to go back and test. Hmm, I don't know. There's a gap at like $900. I think it's like eight to $900. If it wants to go and test the gap, 
at $800, you're going to pretty much make a 100% flip. That means Shopify is going to go from 460 to damn near 900. Right? If that happens, you're going to make roughly, I don't know, 28 to about $40,000 profit per contract. So you damn right they're going to charge you 10, $15,000 for that contract because of the potential ability it has to move, right? I'm trying to tell y'all this shit different, right? And we move different in STB. I'm different. I'm going to teach you and I do teach you all things that you won't really learn anywhere else because people don't know these things or they don't they don't play the way we play, right? I've been doing this for a minute, right? At the highest level. Right? This is why people don't really believe me a lot of times. They're like, man, he ain't that good. He can't be. <laughs> he can't be that good. That's why I dropped this shit for free for y'all so you can hear it. So you can decide for yourself. Like, damn, he is that good. Maybe that Lambo is his. <laughs> Maybe he did trade his way to that Lambo. <laughs> oh, man, people are crazy. But, you know, that. but that's the thing. I get that a lot, right? People say, oh, he bought the Lambo some kind of way. Uh, he didn't trade his way there. Nobody's that good. He can't be like Warren Buffett. <laughs> Warren Buffett is not a trader, right? Warren Buffett is a investor. He buys shares. He sits on his hands for 10, 20 years, right? <laughs> so that's right. Maybe he really does live in Puerto Rico. <laughs> right. I get it all the time, though, like, you know, and that's because a lot of people, I'll be honest, <clears throat> when you see my face or someone who looks like me, you know, I got I got my little hair, I got full fucking beard, right? I don't look clean cut. I mean, I'm clean cut. I have, I have my shit trimmed up, but I'm not, you know, one of these bare faced fucking lawyers, you know, you know, bald head, bare face, no beard, <laughs> right? So because I don't look like one of those guys, people don't expect me to be one who's making more than those lawyers, right? I don't know any lawyers that make more money than I do. It's not to say they don't exist. That's not what I'm trying to say, but it's just it's the facts, right? It's the facts. Uh, for the people who are asking, STB is 25K for the lifetime, but I, because we just introduced the OPM, I told you all I would run the 15K lifetime deal through may i told you i'll give y'all a chance to catch up and get everything squared away so you can take advantage of that um so yeah and i did the lifetime the way i do it because honestly i'll be honest with y'all one i always say i don't need the money that's not why i'm here i need the attention i need people to fucking pay attention so the reason why i usually only charge that lifetime fee versus like oh you can come in for you know this much a month no fuck all of that when you come in i want your Full attention. I want you to basically think like, fuck, I just gave this motherfucker $15,000, right? <sighs> right? I just gave this motherfucker 15 k I'm going to listen to whatever the fuck he say. Right? <laughs> whatever he say, I'm listening. Because I got to pay attention because I spent so much. Right? But you don't realize, that's right, you don't realize, a lot of people don't realize 15 k is a steal not only because of what the value that I have, but 
if you pay it out, if you're here for the next five years listening to what I have to you know, like guide you through the fucking market, that's what three k a year. It's nothing. It's nothing. Not not for what I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Family said, hey, enough with the bald head lawyer jokes. Hey, family, it's all love. It's all love. I love my lawyers. Love my lawyers because I need y'all, right? We all need y'all. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I look at things, right? That's how I look at things. And I just like, I like to let you all know, right? I like to let you all know that there's reasons behind everything I do, right? Because, you know, I, this is not my first rodeo. I've been running businesses online I've been running businesses period for the last 12 plus years right so i know that when people pay little amounts of money they don't pay attention <laughs> they don't pay attention so i appreciate it family family said tay has the crystal ball for real hey man you know i study up i study up i make sure i'm ahead of the curve right 15k gonna turn into a million easy it just takes patience and effort facts that's it you come in you give me a little time you give me a lot of time. I want, because I, I like to tell people, don't, don't put this crazy expectation on yourself. Treat me like college, right? Treat me like y'all treat college. That's what I've always said that, and I'm gonna say it today, right? Treat me like y'all treat college. You go to college, you take out student loans for college. That's fine. Guess what? I have, I have a company I pair with, a team that I pair with, that also give y'all funding, just like a college, you know, loan. You can get funding for STB the same way, right? Cool. That's one. That's one checkbox. That's just like college, right? Just like college. It's one checkbox. Number two, when you go to college, you don't go knock on their door. Hey, how much money can I make within the next year or two? <laughs> within the next year or two, how much money can I make? from college you don't do college like that don't do me like that, that that's kind of what i'm getting at here you don't do college that way don't do me that way right you go to college you take your two to four years you study up right <laughs> you study up you do your thing then after the four years or some of you go for two some of you go for five then you enter the workplace where you finally get to make some fucking money. But a lot of times you leave and I think the average college graduate makes like 55,000 a year. So now you take another two to three years to work your way up the fucking ladder to make more than fucking 55,000 a year. Some of you are, that's right. Some of you now are in college debt. Family just said, I owe a hundred K for a bachelor's in nursing. <laughs> right seriously so you just go you go to college you take the same loan out or you take the same funding out for college right you give them six to eight years to get to to i was gonna say to get rich but you don't even fucking get i don't even know any rich people who went to college like seriously the people who work around me and live around me most of these motherfuckers are like entrepreneurs most of these people who live here including the billionaires a lot of them didn't even go to college or if they did they dropped out year two right but anyway that's neither here nor there let's continue so <laughs> so you give them six to eight years to get to 100K a year, right? 
or you get that's right or you get laid off i'm not asking for eight years i'm not asking for eight years if you give me half the study you know because most of y'all don't really study if if you give me half of the study effort you give college and just come watch some fucking videos i don't need you writing shit down and taking tests just study the videos and re-watch them until you memorize it you know you commit it to memory right once you commit it to memory then maybe i'm like okay that's all the studying you need to do so half of the effort of study work and maybe half of the time right and i say half of the time using that six to eight year window of college right using that next so using that i would say what's that two to three uh two to no what's it half three to four years Right. So if you gave me three to four years to one, put the money to work that you have and two, learn exactly what it is you're trying to do. And I don't even need. I don't even need three to four years for you to learn it. Usually, if you go through all those videos <clears throat> and you rewatch them three or four times, you should be able to learn everything in about a year or two. Year or two. It's on uh, STB is on Telegram. I don't do discord because a lot of the discord, um, a lot of people, a lot of my people don't. <laughs> don't understand discord it's fucking hard to navigate um so what i'm saying here is give me the same or <laughs> i'll even take half give me half of the effort expectations and time that you give to college and i'll make you double the amount of fucking money in most cases right of course, the market's not guaranteed, so I can't guarantee you that the market's going to, you know, behave, but I can help. I promise you, I can help you make a lot more than what college usually helps you make as long as we study. Because you got to study. I can't help you get somewhere. I had somebody. <laughs> it's funny. So the team sent me an email because we laugh at some of y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. We laugh at some of the people who come into STB and then leave. Right. <laughs> so people come in. And then on their way out, somebody, you know, the team sent me an email and she goes, the lady goes, hey, I didn't make anything from STB. So I want to, you know, I want to leave. I've been here for a year. And I have not made any money from STB. I, I'm ready to go cancel my subscription now. Now, it sounds it sounds on the forefront of things. You're like, oh, OK, she's been in a year. She ain't made no money. yet. OK, Tay, like, yeah, like. What's up with that? Right. But the team's laughing <laughs> because when we go look people up like this, the team will send me shit like this all the time because it's always the like irrational ass people. We'll go look up the person's progress inside of the study course. <laughs> this lady, this motherfucker, she had three percent progress in the course. Three percent progress in the course and i'm like of course you haven't gotten any fucking results or any money you ain't cracked open the fucking book like literally if this was a book three percent of a book literally doesn't get you past like the first fucking uh what's that the intro like the acknowledgments and the introduction and the fucking <laughs> the table of contents right Literally, if you opened a book at 3%, you're not, 
you wouldn't make it to chapter one. <laughs> Y'all see how crazy that sounds? You wouldn't make it to chapter one. But you come you come to my team and you tell us that you ain't getting no results. And, it, and I know what it is, right? It's because a lot of people, they give me money to come into the Telegram group. And they think that somebody said you she wanted you to spoon feed her. That's right. And they think that they're just going to look at calls. Oh, I'm going to take these calls that Taya calling out in the Telegram group. And I'm going to make a shit ton of money in the next year. And then I'll cancel the subscription. Or if he's made me money from the Telegram group, I'll just keep going because it'll be worth it. I'll give you 6K a year to spoon feed me so I ain't got to do no work. That's not how this shit works, family. And I tell people that all the time. If you don't want to put in no work, I ain't. I can't make you a millionaire. I can't make you. I can't even make you six figures if you ain't going to put in no work. I need you to fucking know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. She thought STB was a daycare. That's exactly right. And, you know, and I'm, I'm very transparent and open with this shit because I like to I like to let people know on the forefront of things. I'm not a fucking daycare. I'm not here to spoon feed you. I am here to guide you. Right. But I'm not here to spoon feed you. At all. Right. At one point, people hated when I did this and I may go back to it one day, but I wanted to help out a little bit more. But at one point of STB, like I wouldn't even give out like stock alerts. I wouldn't even give out stock alerts because I didn't want people like that. What I did was I gave you the game. I gave you the information and you learned how to fend and fight for yourself. And then what I would do is give you a list of stocks to go look at. Like, oh, shit, go look at Shopify. I wouldn't tell you where to buy it or where to sell it. I wouldn't tell you how long. None of that shit. I'd say, oh, go look at Shopify. Damn, shit, Shopify look good. Amazon looking good right now. Y'all go look at that. And I just tell you, go look at it. Now, the people who were studying, they were like, oh, yeah, absolutely. This is a bull flag. It's hitting resistance. It looked like once this bull flag takes off, we got this much room before it hits resistance. We can sell it there. Boom. Profit. Right. But that was for the people who were studying. So they didn't have a problem with it. But there were a few people. Actually, it was more than a few. There was about 25% of that group, maybe even 35% of that group. They were absolutely pissed. They were like, what you mean? You're not going to tell us where to buy it and what price and how long. <laughs> right. It was because they didn't want to study. They didn't want to study. They didn't want to take the time. They wanted to be spoon fed and babysat. Right. But I'm not here for that. So I just let everybody know at the front door. Don't expect that from me, baby. <laughs> Just give it to you up front. Let's see. So she didn't make any money off the plays you gave out? No. No. Why? You got to know where the support and resistance is. You got to know where you got to know where to buy in. You got to know where you got to know shit. And the way I say some of the stuff when I'm talking about these plays the way I say some of the stuff, you got to even understand how to decode what I'm saying. So, for example, Amazon just fell, right? I tell you, hey, Amazon just hit the first support level or Amazon just hit support on its monthly channel. I need you to scale in over the next three weeks or ever over the next three months. Scale in inside of that channel until it breaks resistance or breaks. Yeah, breaks resistant, current resistance and becomes support. 
and then hold it until it hits the next resistance level. If I give you a stock alert like that and you ain't been studying, you ain't going to make no money. <laughs> you ain't making no money. No, not at all. Because you're going to look at what I just said like, what the fuck is a scaling? <laughs> right? What the fuck is a scaling? <laughs> and I said, I participated in a small account challenge and I have not received any plays as promised. You ain't listened to something. That's all that means, right? See, I love when people say stuff like that. I need y'all to take accountability. Did you check your... First of all, small account challenge started like a year ago, right? And everybody in small account challenge got their plays. Why the fuck are we just now hearing from you, right? See, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Why are we just now hearing from you? Small account challenge been here, right? Oh, almost a year. Why am I just now hearing from you? See, I can fix the problems, right? I'm a very ethical man. I run a smooth, clean fucking business here, right? Smooth business. That's right. I run a smooth business. And as long as you show up, I just need, I don't need halfway. Just show up a little bit. All right. I saw the, I saw the email. Cool. I'm going to follow the, the shit that's in the email, right? You show up, I got the rest. Somebody said, that's not true. I got 462% off square. Thank you. But but we know a lot of people are just irrational, right? That's right. Somebody said, I, I entered Small Account Challenge in November. We had <laughs> we had at least seven plays. Thank you, right? So this is what I'm saying. I don't, like a lot of people, and then some people say, I got into one and it went down. Find me a fucking stock that's not down right now. I told y'all the market was going to go down, which is why I told you we're not day trading, which is because when you are smart traders, you have to look at the sentiment of the market and you have to decide, hmm, is this a trader's market or a holder's market? Just like with real estate, you have buyer, buyer markets, rental markets, right? The market is the same way. The stock market is the same way, right? Same way. When people say, oh, you know, how many plays did you give? I don't give that many plays in a small account challenge because the small account challenge was for people for with less than, what, $7,000, right? Even if you had 10K, cool. Well, with $7,000 and shit, even if I gave you three plays, your money should be tapped out, right? <laughs> should be tapped out. And then we ride out because it's a fucking red ocean right now. The ocean is red. Everything is down right so we scaled in that's why i say if you got a small account you got 7k you shouldn't be trading more than like two stocks because you have to scale into them right you have to buy some here and then when it falls you buy some and then when it falls it buy some more because not all supports are held right hold it until it pops when it pops take your money this is what we did with square a lot of people in small account challenge they got square because that was one of the plays I gave. I gave PayPal. I gave some other shit, right? I gave you the square. I gave you the PayPal. I gave you some other stuff. Everything fell. Some of them popped up. They took their profits. Some of them we want to actually hold for two years. So I was like, hold tight. Wait, 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 wait. It's coming, right? I want to make that big play. So just hold tight. We're holding tight. Some of y'all sold your square or some of the positions that were up pretty good. So for the family who made 420 or 460% on square, great job, family. I, and I told y'all, you know, on stocks like that, you up 400%. Yeah, you want to take some profit on that. <laughs> you want to take some profit on that, right? So, yeah, but this is what happens when we work with the general pop, 
right? Jam pop. A lot of people are emotional. A lot of people, you know, they're looking for handouts. They're looking for fucking babysitting. They're looking for a bunch of bullshit, right? And y'all got the right one today. <laughs> y'all got the right one today, baby. See, I was built for this. I was built for this to deal with people's emotions. I was built for this because you can't be no simp. You can't come. You can't work with people in this market or stocks, period, stocks or investing people. When it comes with money, you can't work with people in their emotions if you a simp, <laughs> right? If you if you somebody who's a wet, I call it a wet noodle. If you're a wet noodle, you can't work in this market, right? You can't work with these people because people will fucking steamroll you if you're a wet noodle. Like, I ain't been getting nothing. You're like, okay, okay, okay. You come to me with that shit. I ain't been getting it. What 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 you ain't get? <laughs> what didn't you get? Why? Why didn't you get it? Cause I got another thousand people who got it. And why you didn't get it the way you wanted to get? It? What did you do wrong? Cause I got another six hundred people who did it right. See, I'm no wet noodle. I'm gonna call you out on your shit, right? And then I'll and look, listen. I take full accountability too. So if it was my fault. And if it was a reason, literally that things happen, I'm human. If something happens with my systems, if something happens with, I don't know what it was, but if it's something that I had control over or my team had control over and we fucked that up, I will fix it. Right? I will fucking fix it. Now it's up to you if you want to give me a chance to fix it or not. If not, I give you money, make it the fuck out of here. Right? But if you give me a chance to fix it, I will fix it and I'll make it even better than you thought it was going to be. Right? Because once again, I run a fucking ethical business here. You don't have to worry about me skimping over on people or scamming. That's not what I do. I run a fucking ethical business and I'm here to help. Right? I'm here to help. Other than that, I'm going to call you out on your shit once again. Because some people don't want to take accountability. Right? I didn't get this. I didn't get that. And it's like, did you check your email? No. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Right? What do you want me to do about it? People are crazy, right? Limp noodle is probably the best insult I have heard. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, right? That's one of my favorite. You're a little limp, you know, wet noodle. Wet noodle ass boys walk, walking around here. Shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's right. Maggie was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, family. If you know, you know. Facts. I appreciate you, family. Yeah, Maggie was. She was great. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, family, accountability is the key, right? Accountability is key. Um, and I need, I even get people sometimes, you know, <laughs> I get people sometimes who will come to me and they'll say things like, Hey Tay, I have not been using X, Y, and Z. And this, this is not just STB. This is not just small account challenge. This has been when I was a vegan trainer and I, I would give out nutrition plans and coaching and yada, yada, yada. And I pay, you know, people paid for the coaching. I would get this all the time because it's lack of accountability. And I'm not afraid to call you out on that shit. And neither is my team. I, I've literally instructed my team. Hey, when people come with that bullshit, I haven't read it. I didn't know. I didn't even look through the videos to even get the warning on how to do X, Y, and Z. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know how to cancel it. It's like 
because you didn't actually come in and study or you didn't even look through the first fucking video because a lot of times if it's something important i put in the first video or the first few videos i didn't i didn't watch those videos that ain't our fault (laughs) right accountability right because i used to get that all the time all the time money magnet people yeah they've been good so far they've been good they've been good um but yeah, I used to get it all the time, even when I was, you know, running the business as um, the vegan trainer. When I was a trainer, I did it all the time. Tay, this is this is my favorite. Watch this. Watch this. This is my favorite. And I absolutely fucking hate it. I will. I will call you out and I will. I will digitally punch you in your fucking mouth if you send this to me. <laughs> right. I'll send an email. I'll have my team send an email back. Somebody going to send an email back to make sure you get digitally punched in the mouth. I hate this shit when people come to me and they're like, hey, uh, so, yeah, I bought your program. I bought, you know, the vegan trainer program. I bought STB, whatever the fuck. I bought this program. and You know, life just been busy and I just have not used it. Can I get a refund? I'm like, I ain't got no. Look, I have nothing to do with you not using whatever. Right. And a lot of times I've told my team, so my team knows to say this because I I absolutely fucking hate this shit. My team knows to say this exact thing. Hey, I understand that you have not been using or been present for something you paid for. But similar to a gym, you know, workout studio or gym, similar to a gym. If you get a gym membership and your lazy ass don't, and they don't say lazy ass, but your lazy ass don't go to the gym, you don't go back to the gym and say, hey, I haven't used this membership over the last year. Can I get a refund for all those membership dues I paid and didn't show up to? The gym going to look at you like you fucking stupid. No, you cannot. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, you cannot get a fucking refund. The gym was it was here. It was running and we were putting that money into the gym facility that you were paying for. Right. It ain't our fault. Your lazy ass didn't show up. Right. And this is the same thing. Right. And I and I and I do this because a lot of times when people do that, they don't realize because a lot of these people only care about themselves. They don't realize that on the opposite side, when you do stuff like that. You are pulling money out of people's mouth, right? You're pulling food out of people's mouth, out of people's family's mouth, right? Because it's not just me. A lot of people just see me as the man, like, oh, all this money going to take. Y'all don't realize I got a team of fucking like 26. How many people we got? Babe, are you still here? What, what we got? Like, uh, it's like 20 people, right? It's like 20 people. So when you pull a refund, you pull a refund from them. When you pull a refund, you know, so. I'm going to show. And that's why I say I show up and do my job and make sure I'm ethical and on point. And if I fuck something up or my team, I take responsibility for my team. And I say, look, they fucked that up. Right. Here's your refund. Right. I got you. That was us. Right. OK. Thank you, babe. Yeah. 20 plus for sure. So I'm like, listen, that was our fault. Do your thing. We fucked that up. Right. We fucked that up. I'll eat that because I fucked that up. That's right. 20 plus and growing, babe. Seriously. So if I fucked it up or my team fucks it up, I take responsibility for my team and then we move on. Here's a refund. You got it. We fucked that up. Right. Full accountability. 
But when you come with that bullshit, I don't, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> and I will tell you about yourself, right? I will tell you about yourself. And if we got to go to war, we can go to war. Because <laughs> I've had people, oh, I, I, I'm taking you to court. Do your thing, baby. I got much more firepower than you do. And I don't even mean money. I ain't even talking about that. If I'm willing to do that, I ain't even talking about money. I'm not talking about the firepower of money and being able to hire lawyers. I'm talking about the firepower of just simply going through and go, they pay for this. They got this, 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 and that. Also, here is a snapshot of what they actually went through. They've opened it up. They went through the course. They also passed the cancellation and refund policy video that says, hey, once you pass here, you're getting my intellectual property. So uh, no refund once you pass this point. And then they watched another 10% of the rest of this shit. Firepower, right? So that's what I mean when I say firepower, right? But nonetheless, y'all, I, I, I'm saying all of this because I like to let you all into my world, into how things are ran here, right? And let you know, hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to teach what I'm supposed to teach. I'm going to over deliver. I'm going to give you what you're supposed to. And I'm going to let you know that, hey, things are ran ethically over here. And we focus on accountability on both ends. Right. I put things in place to make sure you know exactly what you should be doing. And I put things in place to make sure exactly what I should and my team should be doing. So if we drop the ball on something or something happens, you don't pass that first video or that video that says, hey, you get a refund if, you, if this is not for you. Hey, you don't pass that video. Here's your fucking refund. We not. I'm not here to hold your money, right? I can pay the team without your money. I'm not. We not here to hold your money. But if you don't follow the fucking rules, then yeah, you gotta pay. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say that. Um, let's see. Family says I made hella money off your call this morning on Tesla. Fam, I appreciate you doing you good. God, thank you, family. I appreciate it. And hey, good job on that. I told you Tesla's going <laughs> Tesla's going to be one to, <laughs> to study for the years coming forward, right? Um let's see facts. They're going to be like, "Are you dumb?" Seriously. The customer service is phenomenal. I usually get a response from the team within a few minutes. I love it. And that's what we aim for, family. Like literally, cuz I have a I have a I, let me say this. I have a a weird like chip on my shoulder if you will <laughs> how do you get a gtb to stb um just let me know family text me uh go to the dm if you're ready to pay the 15k or whatever text um or dm me personally or actually send an email because the, the team will be able to help much better than i can right i don't have a capacity because i'm studying these stars right uh, <laughs> i'm studying the planets but no um info at stbwithtay.com they can help you way better than I can right anything you need they got you but um, where was I I was about to say something else oh yeah, yeah, yeah the customer service customer service customer service so let me let me say this the customer service I have a chip on my shoulder right I have a crazy chip on my shoulder because <laughs> thank you babe thank you uh, yes info at stbwithtay.com right that'll get you right um, they'll take care of you. So for me, I have a chip on my shoulder when it comes to customer service, because as a black man, what's up, TC? 
as a black man and really a black person period but black man definitely we have this weird fucking like vibe over our head or this expectation that black people gonna be late these motherfuckers are gonna be bad on their customer service we not gonna get what we pay for we're gonna get half of what we pay for right there's all these like crazy and it's because the majority a lot of times what we experience is that i'll be honest with you because there's some people right now i want to put my foot in their fucking ass but but for the majority when you're dealing with certain black and brown because it's not just black people it's brown people too and i mean shit white people too everybody's trifling shit but what i'm saying is there tends to be a lean on certain sides with certain things that we do or don't do based on the color or, or race right now because I too experienced that shit and people come in to me with these fucked up expectations that we're going to run a bad business. We're going to be, you know, scammers. We're going to be unethical, yada, yada, yada. I got this chip on my shoulder and I show up and I'm like, nah, y'all got us fucked up. Right. Like I put a team in place to make sure it ain't none of that. If you send me a, if you send me or my team or anybody an email, we right back at you. Right. I usually say, hey, give us 24 hours. But even with thousands of people coming in, we knock that shit out. <laughs> if you ain't got your email back, it's usually because that motherfucker went to spam. You got a weird email. <laughs> right. You got a weird domain name or something and it went to spam. But nine times out of 10, when that motherfucker comes in, you get your you get your response to that email. Pronto. <laughs> right. It comes back fast. So for me. I I can't even say, you know, it's just that. But I have this weird, I have this weird chip on my shoulder that says, no, y'all got us fucked up. And when you work with Taysweat and STB team, we gonna handle our business. We gonna fucking handle our business, right? And we're gonna do what it is we need to do to show up. And the reason why I also do that is because I am building, I like to build a track record and I, i've been telling people in stb for the longest just check my fucking track record every time you think i'm wrong every time you like oh my god like this ain't gonna work out i just need you look look left right i always tell you i look at the history look left i just need you look left at tay's chart look at my chart baby what have i done over the last two three years and if you've been with me since since uh vegan trainer days what have i done over the last 10 years just look at my history right Jessica is here. What's up, Jessica? Jessica been here with me in the Vinga Trainer crew since. Jessica, how long you been around? What, seven, eight years? Jessica been following and, and tapping in and supporting for the last seven, eight years, right? I even hung out with Jessica. I went to L.A. We we uh went to like a I don't know like a veg fest or something out there. But anyway, I've been around for the longest, and if you've been with me, you've noticed that I run a clean, fucking tight ship. Right? That's right. What's going on, friend? That's right. Friend, you know, we ran this little commission structure and hey, some commission was like, hey, I got your friend. Don't worry. We're going to get that. We're going to get that solved. Right? We're going to get those fucking problems solved because this is how I operate. Right? So I always do that because I like to build, I like to build this track record because I want you to be able to look at my track record and anytime something go bad, because who knows, right? Maybe I'm teaching y'all a little something too much, something too good. And just maybe I disappear one day. I don't fucking know. Right. They might do me like, who, who is that? Uh, Jack Ma. 
They might do me like Jack Ma. I might say the wrong thing and they might just disappear, right? But at the same time, if I ever disappear, if anything ever happens, you know it's an emergency because all you got to lean on is my track record, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to look back and go, well, Tay ain't answering. He ain't showed up to a STB class. He ain't done something. What the fuck is Tay, right? The number one thing you're going to be able to do is go, well, shit, over the last three years, this motherfucker has showed up and taught a Sunday class every goddamn Sunday unless he was sick. Because for a lot of you who don't know, I had a stroke in uh, January, right? A lot of y'all didn't know that. Go check out my podcast. I talked about the stroke. Anyway, this motherfucker had a stroke. What's up, 19 Keys, my man in the building? 19 Keys and STB, he know what I'm talking about, right? I show up every goddamn Sunday, right? So if anything happens to me, y'all know it's a fucking problem. Either Tay had another stroke, <laughs> right? Tay had a fucking stroke or goddamn Tay, something happened. Something happened, something not right. Because Tay has always been on point. That's why I go hard as I do, right? That's why I go as fucking hard as I do. Thank you, family, for the person who said that was a good podcast. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, y'all can check out the podcast. I talked about the stroke. I'm not going to mention too much about it here because I want you to go listen on the podcast. It's all there. But I will say, you know, I got one of the, uh, what did I say, one of the things that was going around that shut most of the country down over the last two years. Uh, yeah, I, I ended up with that and it gave me a fucking stroke, right? And I bounced back out of that motherfucker in 24 hours. They were like, hey, 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 you just had a stroke. I'm like, I'm good. I'm vegan, baby. My body bounced back like a motherfucker. <laughs> Nobody even knew what happened. But yeah, that's that's that happened. And then I talked about it on the podcast, right? I talked about it on the podcast. So um, so yeah, family, I build this, I build this type of rapport and this type of track record. So you know that anytime, what's up, Coco? Coco been been around for ten years, damn near. Coco been here since the beginning too. But I've been here, I've been here, and I've been doing this and building this type of track record. So if anything happens, if any consistency that I have ends up not, you know, showing up or like, oh man, Tay been inconsistent lately. You know something's wrong. You know something's wrong, right? So Ryan, my man, what's good? What's good? STB for the win. You already know, man. Long game. So that's that's what it is. That's why I do what I do. So my email game is going to be on point. My team, they're going to make sure these emails get back to you ASAP. You know, even with me, sometimes I'll get in there and do what I can when I can. But once again, you know, my mind is focused on these constellations and these goddamn stars and these planets and these lines and perpendiculars, right? And these parallels and perpendiculars. My mind is in the stars and i'm aligning some other shit so i can tell you where to put your you know where to put your position or put your attention in the market right so that's where a lot of my energy goes to i am always studying i'm always learning i'm always doing what i gotta do even while i'm working out i'm fucking listening to something or doing something even you know i'm always studying doing shit right i, I work out maybe two hours a day hour and a half a day even during that workout time i'm studying i'm learning something right while I eat, I'm studying, I'm learning something, I'm reading a book, I'm looking at something, right? As above, so below, facts. As within, <laughs> so without, you feel me? So we always on it. We always on it. Trap, what's going on, Trap? Hey, man, you keep going too, King. I see you over there. Congratulations on a million followers. Welcome to the club, baby. It's time to go. Like you said, Wall Street looks like us now. Facts. 
so yeah family my, my mind is always in the constellations i'm you know aligning these planets up so i can tell you how the market's going to move right wax and wane i'm always doing this stuff so i can't answer a lot of dms or i might not be able to you know answer emails and things like that which is why i have a team but I line these things up so I can keep studying. I can always keep my head in the books. I still read about a book every week and a half because I try to a lot of the books I listen or, or watch or read. Excuse me. I'm, I'm highlight marker and, and doing all of this other shit because I need to I need to grasp it. Right. I need to grasp it. So for me, it's not just read a book, get it out. of here. I used to read a book a week. Nah, nah, nah. I got to slow down because I need to learn shit. Right. So. You know, the, the, the parallels, perpendiculars, I've been on that for, you know, years because, you know, yeah, I know I got a little something in my head. You know, Dr. Africa taught me a little something. But, um, yeah, I'm always studying family. So I can't keep calling these market moves and how it's going to move in advance if I don't study. So that is why we have the team. So in conclusion, if you ever have an issue, I'll make sure my team knows about it and takes care of it. We take full responsibility. Other than that, I hope y'all enjoyed all the gems I dropped today because this was a hell of a, hell of a live. Y'all know I'm going to be back next week. I'll drop another live. For my people in SCB, I will see y'all Sunday. We got another good one Sunday uh, coming up. I'm going to be showing y'all how to flip that OPM a lot of y'all are getting, right? So the OPM, other people's money that y'all been getting, I'm going to show y'all how to flip that shit and do it responsibly, right responsibly i told you all we got another crash coming or we have a further move down coming in the last two quarters of the year so i want you all to just tread lightly right and fucking quote me on that you can take a screenshot of this quote me on that i'll see you in 2023 and you can tell me how great i am all right i love y'all i'm out peace